What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Respect the Conglomerate. My name is Dar, and this week we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, This week is going to be a podcast. Um, Last week I had my very first video. It was about uh, the rise and fall of Rockaware. I did like a deep dive analysis on like how it became one of the most profitable brands in hip hop. And it was one of the first that we saw like begin to emerge and and other artists stepping out, uh, dipping their toe in other ventures. And it was very successful over their like seven or eight years. They made like $700 million. Um, really, really dope. Go ahead and check out that video if you like that type of stuff. But I wanted to come on here only because I did want to have another video prepared for Monday, but... I'm going to keep it G real with you. I don't. I don't have anything. But uh, respect the conglomerate is, is pretty important to me. So I'm like, okay, like I want to stick with the consistency. And I was just watching uh, one guy's video. He popped up on my timeline. Uh, y'all probably know him. He, he got mad subscribers. Roberto Blake. In this one video, he was like, make more content. And I'm like, look, this time around, this is like my fourth or fifth YouTube uh channel and I'm like this time around I'm gonna try to be consistent so even though I'm not putting out a video today here boom shakalaka this is a podcast um because I am gonna start the podcast so this is that also heads up videos will come out every Monday um that's our schedule right now we're starting off at one day you know building the momentum um Putting into muscle memory. So yeah, let's get into it. So let me introduce you guys to Respect the Conglomerate to me. That you get a feel of what what is this place? You know, where are we? So uh, this channel represents, uh, I'll be talking about things that I enjoy. Where it's very difficult to find in, on other platforms. I'm going to be talking about uh, three things that I love the most. So I have... I love business operations, finance. That's my passion and like the the corporate side. And then I also love hip hop. Like I love hip hop. I love pop culture. And I love merging the two together. And then I also want to paint a picture that business isn't as hard as other people has made it out to be. It isn't that difficult. It's just masked with like unnecessarily big words you know what I mean like it's these these type of transactions uh, I don't think you need a degree for it you just need to be in a position of of repetition it's it's very easy so I want to take that time to like merge the two Uh, so my name is Dar I'm from the east coast um, I love tech. I'm very interested in the, the tech community. Like I said, business and finance and then pop culture. So this is what Respect the Conglomerate is all about. Tech, finance, business operations, uh, that's one and the same, and pop culture. So we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. All right, so um, I guess I can tell you guys about what I have coming up some upcoming videos that i want to look into 
I've been really interested in the WWF and specifically, I can't say that word, so fuck y'all. It'll come to me, but specifically, there it is, uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, He's a billionaire, self-made billionaire, but he was born wealthy, but self-made billionaire after buying um, the WWF from his dad or the WCW to his dad, and he turned it into a WWF. But I thought it was just super interesting, and I, I do want to do a deep analysis on that story, how it grew. Because I remember as a kid, I was super into wrestling, like late 90s, early 2000s. That was my shit. So uh, I definitely want to look into that. I think it'd be an interesting story. Um, I need to go ahead and research more, but I'm definitely going to get that out. Another company that I'm watching, Bubble Snipes. Um, I don't know if you guys are on Instagram or not. I'm on Instagram. I have one picture. I have to post more, I know. But I've been watching um, like their marketing and Snipes. I know that they're currently working with DJ Khaled. And they were like a European company. And then they, they started with the East Coast here. Uh, I, I first took notice of them because it was like Mad Kicks USA stores, like little sneaker stores um, scattered all across the Philly area where I live. And then now they're all turned to Snipes. And then while I was in my research, I realized Snipes bought out the uh, Kicks USA. So now they're like spreading their international arm. And they got uh, like DJ Khaled aboard. And then I see what I like and what made me notice them a lot more. They're they're like uh, in the vertical integration route. Uh, just a few weeks ago, there was the Complex Con. And there was like, it seems Snipes sent like mad influencers to Complex Con wearing Snipes. And not too long ago, uh, like I said, I do live in Philly. I went down to the Made America Festival didn't have tickets, tried to sneak in. Uh, it, it wasn't successful. It was me and my boyfriend. We tried to sneak in down there after a weekend in New York. But it didn't work out. But one thing I noticed, there were mad kids wearing snipes. Uh, and the one guy said, I was asking the kid, like, where'd you get the snipes? And he was like, oh, they gave it to us. Uh, we're influencers. So I see, I see what they're doing there. They're putting the, the snipes logo on the kids. And dressing them up in like streetwear fashion, pushing them into major events, Made in America, Complex Con, and pushing the brand out there. And then also in the Made of America Festival, it was sponsored by Snipes. I don't know how they swindle that one. But I see I see the growth. That's a company to watch. So that's one video I definitely do uh, want to do a deep dive in. Um, Chipotle. Just because when I, I planned on starting this channel a few months ago. And Chipotle was the first company. And I feel like I have to do is due diligence by just uh, knocking it off the checklist. Pretty vague, upcoming, uh, amazing growth. Um, not much of a story, but I'm sure I can find one. And then also, uh, speaking of complex, I actually should have followed this up with Snipes. How they grew to be uh, the media com uh, conglomerate that it is currently. Uh, I think, was it a magazine? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but now I'm seeing like their branding content is definitely geared towards sneakerheads. I'm not a sneakerhead, like some of the pieces, uh, but definitely not a sneakerhead. 
but I do like some of the shows. I like Everyday Struggle. It's sometimes it's a little slow, but I like DJ Academics. He's dope. Um, he's smart, and I feel like we will have a great conversation. Maybe one day I can get him on the pod. <laughs> um, like the, I was gonna say something about Nadeska. I like her. She's cool. Uh, Wayno is cool. I like Wayno too. But I feel like Act carries the show. But big up to them. So yeah, those are just some of the upcoming videos that I plan. Let's see what else is there to talk about. What else happened this week? Uh-huh. I'm always on YouTube. I'm a YouTube fanatic. And I was watching Finding. If you guys follow BET on YouTube, they have this new web series called Finding where they pull up like wash rappers or singers or just those of like yesteryear. And this past weekend they had Chingy. And I was watching the Chingy story, and it was crazy. I guess he was, he knew a guy from Nelly's St. Lunatics that put him on with uh, Ludacris Peoples. And um, he got in DTP, he blew up. Him and uh, Ludacris started beefing. And side note, Ludacris is like one of my favorite rappers. Top 10. My boyfriend, he's when I say Luda is top 10. But people sleep on him. Anyway. Ching got kicked out of DTP. He tried to do his own thing on Capital. I forgot, something like that. One of the major recording companies. And then they sold. And then it was merged. And he was like swapped with another company. So it messed up the release of his third album. And then he tried to say um, uh, when that relationship with Sydney Starr, the transgender woman, came up. That like ruined his career. He, he didn't say it in that clip, but he said it before, um, which I thought was wild. I felt like he fell off way before that. And then he was saying how he still did music, and the reason he fell off was because he wasn't making good decisions. And his mom like hired a lawyer for him, and the lawyer was like, the lawyer told him DTP was stealing from him when that wasn't true, and he uh, led with emotion. I feel like all of that is true, but with every with every company, with every conglomerate, with every rap star, there's a window, you know, with that there's a window of time. There are some some people that you know, definitely have a larger window of time. Like Hove, for example. Shit, even Tupac or Biggie or, or Nip Nipsey. Well, I guess that could be related to death. But either one, like Chingy, we knew you weren't gonna last. Um, you're you're with the little flips. You're with the the guy that sings throw them D's on them. Uh, little Sammy. Uh, you know the that audience. Everybody has a window, and you get your fifteen seconds, and you're done. But he's still doing music. Not sure if that's the best use of his time. But you know who am I to judge? He's not looking for any services for me. So, uh, anyway, y'all check it out. I thought it was interesting. Uh, it's on the BET YouTube channel. It's called Find It Chinky. Let's see. What else happened today? What else happened today? Um, this week. Oh, the iPhone 11 came out. Are you guys getting that? I I may get it down the line, but I'm not, I'm not impressed to get a new iPhone. For real, for real. I still have the iPhone 7. My phone is old as shit. And I haven't upgraded it because I'm scared 
you know, as soon as it, as soon as you upgrade it, it's going to mess up. So, uh, I'm not pressed about that, but it has four cameras. And here, I want you guys to hear me out on my theory on these cameras. Because these cameras, the, the artificial intelligence is, is getting way better right before I, I'm talking about, I remember I first started hearing about AI and phones maybe six years ago. I'm I'm sure it was there long before, but they began talking about it when Siri dropped. Was it six years ago? Maybe ten years ago, when Siri came out. Well, when I tell you this thing is so much better than we ever imagined, these cameras are seeing our surroundings. They can identify what what is what. They can read things that's on your screen. Yeah. They can see you. They These these uh, AI things are, are getting very, very creepy. And those cameras that's on your phone, they're watching you. Without a doubt, it's always on. Uh, for an example, I was at work and I had a document up on my screen of this particular insurance company. So I was looking for the phone number to this insurance company so I can call them. Uh, I go to the Google search bar. I just put in the first letter and it popped up as like a recommended search. And the first thing that came into my mind is why is Google recommending this insurance company that I've never searched before? I didn't say out loud. Uh, it has no recollection of this particular insurance company. It could have been... I could have been typing in doggy daycare. This insurance company started with a D. I could have been typing in doggy daycare, but the insurance company popped up. And the first thing I thought is it read the document because I pulled up the document first and then the, the recommendation came up and it's Google. It's Google that's doing this. So that's one thing. Uh, as soon as it happened, I pushed it to the back of my mind. And then later this day, I was watching this one girl I'm subscribed to she talks about conspiracy theories. She's so dope. Her name is Michelle something. Well, one of her, uh, something that happened to her, she had her phone pointed to, uh, she was sitting in her kitchen talking to her friend. She had her phone pointed to a bowl on the counter and the bowl was filled with bananas. And she was talking to her friend about her cute yellow rain boots. She says she went on the computer to try to look up the, the yellow rain boots and a recommendation came up, yellow banana. Or, I'm not sure if it was that simple, but it was something like that. And she was said she was so creeped out because she, she wasn't searching for bananas. She doesn't know where Google got this banana thing from. But the camera saw the banana in the picture. I mean, through the camera lens. Like, this is real. And this happened the same day I noticed it. So I said, oh, this is wild. I'm not crazy. And I... That's, it's just wow. AI is so real. It can see you. It can hear you. Um, she also brought up a good point with uh, with the live video. I'm sorry, live picture. When you take a live picture on your phone, it records 15 seconds before the picture, which proves that your camera is literally always recording, not just when you hit the button. So you give the permission, but it starts recording three seconds before you get the permission. That's wild. So yeah, there's that. Just be cautious with these new phones, man. Especially iPhone 11 has four cameras. If you're up to no good, put the phone in the other room. C 
cover the lens, cover the mic, put it underneath the pillow. You know, if you're doing wrong, you know, I'm not doing wrong. My phone's next to me. So, I'm good. (laughs) All right. So, anyway, let's move on. Also, side note, I want to let y'all know. Uh, because this podcast is also going to, it's going to talk about business. It's going to talk about finance. It's going to talk about pop culture and all types of conglomerates. I want you guys to be aware that I love Jay-Z. Like, for real, for real. I'm Jay-Z's biggest fan. Get used. This is the podcast that's obsessed with hold. Get used to it. Get comfortable. Um, this is the first podcast uh, I'm bringing you in slowly. We're pulling you in slowly. Um, don't worry. Everything will be okay here. I'll take control. Um, you'll, you'll be good. But I love Jay-Z. As soon as I get the camera going, um, and you guys see my office when I film the podcast, you'll see this beautiful Jay-Z portrait I have. He's so amazing. I can't wait for you guys to see it. All right. So let's see what else. Oh, also on YouTube, I was watching... Trap Lord Ross videos. I like his videos. Um, sometimes he can be a bit obnoxious, pain in the ass. Some of his jokes aren't funny, uh, but I do love the stories he tells. Um, I'm sure my stories would be pretty dope. I like the views that he gets. Um, I feel like it's inauthentic, but cool, cool, cool. Anyway, I watched one of his videos today. It was about. Uh, it was about. Kanye West and how he made a billion dollars, uh, 1.5 billion because he was originally signed to Nike and then he went over to Adidas. I'm sorry, it's how Nike lost the easy deal. I thought that was pretty interesting. His videos are dope. Y'all should check him out. He's, like I said, he's a little bit obnoxious. I am able to watch people that I don't like as a person to hear the story, but... Not that I know him. He just seems super obnoxious. But, you know, I like the content. So, I follow. You guys, check it out. You might have fuck with it, too. So, there's that. I thought it was super interesting. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have? Also, on YouTube. I might as well just keep all the YouTube together. There's this one girl that I've been watching for a minute. I definitely want to do a deep dive on her. Heather Sanders, she's the owner of Sorella Boutique. Uh, I've been following her since Instagram when she built the boutique and to see where it is now, it's amazing. I saw that she recently did a collab with FUBU. Um, she has a, a store on Melrose that's super dope and it looks like everybody goes there to check out uh, her girls tour mural. Uh, I feel like I do see a lot of opportunities for growth with her company. I don't see why it wouldn't. It shouldn't be a billion-dollar company. I definitely see some opportunities for growth. She can take that girl's tour on the tour. And I actually saw her most recent video where she said she would take it on tour as a summit. And I can see it as the on-tour pop-up shop, maybe limited edition pieces with some merch, maybe trying to get into other festivals. I feel like it's streetwear for girls. Um, It's like a... Very niche, similar to Complex. They they do cater to women, yeah, but it's, it's definitely directed streetwear to men. And I feel like Sorella can be there. So maybe similar to Snipes, try to inject yourself in that culture. Maybe uh, get, get a booth in the Complex kind. Get a booth 
uh, and made of America, you know, I don't know, pull some strings. Let me see. I definitely see a lot of opportunities for growth. I love this conglomerate. I love this company. I was just watching one of her videos. She did a talk over at, uh, the, at the revolt summit and it was in Atlanta. I wish I was there. They had one in New York and I missed it because I believe they were only giving tickets out to people that lived in New York. Oh, excuse me. But, yeah, there was a revolt summit in Atlanta, and she was down there speaking on entrepreneurship, which is really, really dope. She did appear a little nervous, but I, I think she said it was her first time. I really believe in Heather, and if she she continues at the pace that she's at, she's going to be great. Just be consistent. Um, so I can, she's, she's one to watch. I definitely want to do a video on that. So that's Sorella. It's Heather Sanders or Trell and Heather YouTube, check that out, that video. It's about her facing her fear and going to revolt. Super dope, 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 dope girl. Uh, let's see, while we're on the topic of social media, did you guys see uh, LL Cool J give the breakdown to Headsprung intro? Um, I hated Headsprung. I hated it, hated it, hated it. Uh, every time it would come on, I would be like, oh, turn it down. But this is my mom's song. So I used to blast it. My mom, my cousin, my brother, it stayed blasting Headsprung. Uh, but, yeah, he, L. Kuchay did a breakdown of the song. He was like, they call me Big Ellie, a bit silly, but big money, big really. Never knew he said any of that. Like, I was just winging it. Let me see if I can spring it. <laughs> Pull it up. But I thought they was like, they call me Big L.A., Big Smelly, Big Willie, Big... I don't know the words. I just knew the beat. Yeah. So, that was that. <laughs> big L.A., a bit silly, but big money. Big really. I thought that was why I hated that song, but that was a huge... Record. When did this song come out? What year is this? I say 04. Ooh, 04. I'm right. Look at me. He was on to the Island Def Jam music. Why was he signed to Island Def Jam? Why? He must have got um, traded. Like his, his his roster must have got traded because that's not even a good match. That's a horrible match. Anyway. Whatever happened to uh, LL Cool J? He was like one of the first, like pop, uh, rappers. Like, what happened to him? He was very solo. He didn't like form a conglomerate or grow. He took it very uh, solo. That's a lesson to learn too that I'm watching because right now I'm I'm a solo team. Hopefully, I have you know a partner, or a co-host. But you know, we'll see how time goes. But when you're single. It's very difficult to go as far as you can without a team. Um, that's why I'm looking at L. Cool J. Like, was it because he didn't have a conglomerate around him to go further in the rapping, or did he age out? Because he did go on to be an actor, and that like one of them, one of them shows that's always on all the time. Is it Law and Order? I don't know. You don't one of them shows, but. But he's not talked about top five. He's not talked about uh, wealthiest. 
He was actually just on the T.I. podcast, which I thought was trash. Um, so T.I.'s podcast, the very first episode, it was Ice Cube and L. Cool J. I couldn't get the vibes. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, with T.I., yeah. It's, it's not for me. I'm not the audience, but I uh, only listened to it because I literally couldn't find any other podcast, and I just want to hear something. It's always great to hear Ice Cube talk, tell his stories. L.O. Cool J, eh. I couldn't really follow the story. He was all over the place, similar to Fat Joe. If you if you guys ever watched the Fat Joe interview or listened to him talk, maybe on his podcast on title, that man be all over the place. I would love to sit down and talk to him. Because he got stories for days, but he'd be all over the place. Okay, I don't know. We went off on a tangent. That was... Just wanted to give you an update on the lyrics to Headsprung, if you're one ladies and gentlemen, that came out in 2004. Okay, let's see. What else is next up? Uh, one of my favorite guys, billionaire Robert F. Smith... He's going to, uh, remember a few months ago, he promised to pay uh, scholarships or a full ride for all the Morehouse students. It was like $30 million. Now he's going to pay off the debt taken out by the parents um, in addition to the $34 million student loan promise, which I thought is amazing. Now, Robert F. Uh, Robert F. Smith is a billionaire and he he's the founder of Vista Equity Partners. And I believe they're an asset allocation firm. Let me verify this shit I'm ready. Yeah, so it's an investment firm. Um, they invest primarily in software. Software is big money, too. If you guys are, listen, uh, you guys are in the tech community, that's SaaS. Ooh, that's amazing. I like SaaS. I'm not familiar. I can't actually do the SaaS, but there's big money in SaaS. Anyway, so he's the founder of Vista Equity Partners. They've been open for like 20 years. Um, they focus on software, data, and technology companies. I'm interested in data companies too. I've been researching lately a lot of data analytics companies. I'm thinking about forming my own data analytics company, but that's on the back end. I think it's very interesting. Yeah. So this man, he he has a billion dollars. Um, he has a, a investment firm, asset allocation firm. Uh, I I would love to introduce uh you guys with a little bit of what I'm doing. I have an asset allocation firm. Um, I do financial planning. It's called Clemence Capital, where I help people manage their money uh, and plan for the future. Just so whatever, especially uh, high net worth individuals, the amount of money that you're making now, you want to uh, be good for a very long time and not end up going broke. Definitely uh, get with me. That's called Clemence Capital. And not just high net worth. I definitely want to do uh, focus on people in my age bracket. I'm in the millennial generation. Um, and even Generation Z, fuck it. Uh, helping you plan to not be broke. You know what I mean? We all, we're all tired of working. We're tired of getting up early and going to work to a job that you can't stand. 
I'm fucking tired. But in order to get out of that, especially if you're just going to a job for a check, in order to get out of that, you have to plan accordingly. You have to put systems in place so you're good. You won't have to think of that. So that's where my company, Clements Capital, comes in, an asset allocation firm. We'll talk more about that later. But yeah, big up to Robert F. Smith over at Vista Equity Partners. I like him. I would love to have a conversation with him one day. I tried to get in him in one of his programs. It's called Girls Who Invest. Um, it's held here at the University of Penn in their Wharton School. And it's about 10 minutes away from me, so very quick. I guess it's for um, girls fresh out of high school or maybe like second year of college. And I'm post-grad, so I'm, I, I guess I don't meet the age cohort, but I'm super interested in getting into that asset allocation program. Um, yeah, if, is anybody here that listens, are you guys in any asset allocation companies or any equity companies, venture capital firms? I would love to hear more about that. I'm super interested on that leg. Um, my boyfriend's currently working on a private equity firm. Um, I have another company right now called Optimum CFO. Um, it's a, a third part of financial systems management company. And my partner, DJ, he has a private equity firm too, which is amazing. So yeah, I'm definitely into that that field as well. So big up to Robert F. Smith. And let's see, what else do we have? Have you guys been keeping up with this? With this, I guess he's a football player, Antonio Brown. Let, let me be the first to say I know nothing about sports. I couldn't tell you anything, zilch. But this Antonio Brown guy has been in the paper, not in the paper, but on social media forever, for like the last week. And I guess he was on a team, and then they kicked him off the team, and then he got mad, and then a new team signed him, and then after the new team saw all the tweets and all of that, after the new team saw all the tweets of him talking about well, this old team, they fired him, and then he got back on Twitter, and he was like, how do y'all fire me on a Friday? Um, I didn't even start. Y'all guaranteed me $13 million, and you fired me. But, dude, you got to understand, that's at will. Did you read the contract? This is your second or third team. I don't even know what team. How many teams you been on? You didn't read the contract? You don't have no lawyer. Or the lawyer ain't read the contract. If that's the case, fire your lawyer. He didn't do his due diligence. I don't like him. Fire him. Let him go, bro. Because you you bugging. You really bugging. And with football players, that money washes up quick. So quick. So, so, so quick. I remember I dated this football player. When I tell you he was running through his money, and I'm sure it was just to impress me, but he got cut like... He must have had a big advance. And he, I remember he had took $10,000 out in cash. And I'm like, in my mind is, why are you taking this much money out? But obviously, you're trying to impress me. So he took the money out to be flashy. And maybe two, three months later, he got cut. And I ain't, I ain't seen a nigga since. So just be careful with your money, football players. Come on over to Clement's Capital and have your money properly managed. There's, there's no reason these, these things should be happening. You should Once you get a large amount of money, it should last you X amount of years. 
Not two, three years. Y'all out here being dumb. But anyway, on to continue with the Antonio Brown. I saw that OJ Simpson had the audacity to give out advice. Sound advice, but not the right messenger. Here, here's what OJ had to say about Antonio Brown. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was O.J. Simpson with some legal advice. Um, great advice. Uh, we don't care about the messenger. But what are y'all thoughts on Antonio Brown? How do y'all feel about him? I think he's wild. He's mad, immature. I wonder how old is he? How old is he? You you can't leave with your emotions, dude. You can't do that. And they always it's always such a negative thing. You say it. Um, to women, because it's definitely degrading, and that's the first thing men go to when women express their reality. But this right here, I understand this is his reality, but he's acting crazy. So he he's 31 years old. Come on, bro. That's still young. But gee whiz, grow up. <laughs> it's just, I don't, I don't like your behavior, Antonio Brown. Handsome man, though. Huh, 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 huh. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like his mustache in this one picture. Anyway, handsome man, though. So that's about it that I have this week for everything that's going on. Um, let me see. Let me see what else I have. See if we can keep it going. Yeah. Uh, I might as well tell you guys my plan, the intention for Respect the Conglomerate. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to be consistent. Well, I'm going to be consistent in talk, bringing these videos uh, that a lot of people like. My strategy is trying to do more collabs with other podcasters or YouTubers just in the same field. Um, I am offering business operation coaching sessions with me. I got to set up uh, my website for that. But I am open to help people improve their businesses and bring in more money by creating systems and strategies and just better management. So I'm starting that. Well, I'm opening the on the online leg of that. I have the podcast. So this is the podcast. And then I also have a YouTube channel to complement the podcast. So videos are coming out every week. Videos are coming out every single week. Some week it'll be uh, just a podcast, like just my voice. Other weeks it'll be like a deep dive, a documentary story, similar to the Rock Aware. <coughs> Excuse me, similar to the Rock Aware video that I did. 
So yeah, ex expect more of that. But yeah, I'm trying to. I'm I'm gonna grow the Snipes way, the way Snipes is growing their brand. I'm gonna go grow that way uh, through vertical integration. So yeah, linking up with other podcasters, trying to do collabs, and doing like genuine collabs. So I'm not gonna be pushing coaching or you know my company come on scaffolding i'm not gonna be pushing that but how to organically combine different brands and work with other podcasters so we do that uh, my dreams maybe had this podcast take off i'm gonna go on tour with other podcasts i do want to start like some type of podcast conglomerate um yeah just doing consistency being consistent with my work so I can improve on my craft. I'm not the best at recording. Uh, I'm not the best at talking directly into the microphone, as you can see. Um, so, yeah, but I know that that improves with consistency. So that's where I'm at with that. And, yeah, that's where uh, I can see Respect the Conglomerate going. For now, um, this is going to go well. I had to set up my Anchor account so I can go ahead and post it. I don't even know how to post so this will be the first podcast but uh this is the second week for the respect your conglomerate if you're just listening on podcasts go ahead and watch us on youtube youtube.com backslash respect the conglomerate um yeah you'll you'll like that yeah you like that it's the rise and fall of rockware All right, so that looks like that's everything I have. I'll be back talking to you guys next Monday. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, like I said, I told you the videos earlier what I'm thinking about doing, so that might go on. Uh, so, yeah, find out. Stay tuned. Talk to you next set. I'm sorry, next Monday. Until then, respect the conglomerate. Good night. Or good morning. Or whatever time you listen to it. Respect the conglomerate.